not been able to be with you guys long time no see you running bulldog family it's been about a month and some change since you've heard the voices of myself and tyler helms but we're back the dogs looking to close out the season on a high note they're sitting at four and six two and two in conference play they're hosting the monmouth hawks who come all the way from west long branch new jersey part of my neck of the woods and they also sit at four and six, though they have not won a conference game to this point. They're also down to a redshirt freshman quarterback, and that might affect the way they like to throw the ball, Tyler. Well, Monmouth is a team that comes out, likes to throw the football. That's the way they are going to attack this running Bulldogs defense today. They have two wide receivers that can get the job done, and Reggie White Jr. and Darren Ambush, those are the two players to watch on the offensive side of the football for the Hawks. Kenji Bahar. The redshirt freshman quarterback for Monmouth puts a man in motion left to right. Handoff, it's a sweet play to the right side to start us off, and a tackle is made by Justin Miller, the senior getting the start in the middle for the running Bulldogs. That was LaVon Cheney on the carry. He's a player to watch as well, Tyler, especially known for his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Well, LeVon Chaney is certainly not to be forgotten about, but when you look at running backs today, you're going to look at the running backs for Garner-Webb and Khalil Lewis and Jalen Cagle. Tight end in motion once more. Snap, handoff, same play that we just saw. This one's going to break a few tackles, but cleaned up by Thomas Adams right around the 37-yard line, and it'll bring up third down. And so far, Monmouth just trying to attack this running Bulldogs defense with running on the outside, running to the B and C gaps, not trying to run the football right up the middle. Bring up third and two for the Hawks. Four down linemen for the running Bulldogs. Both senior outside linebackers out on the field, Chad Jeter and Aaron Cook. Here's a jet sweep to the outside, and he's going to get the first down, a vicious hit. But he'll bring that one out to the 38-yard line. Chad Jeter was in on that tackle. He leads the entire conference with 107 coming into today's game. When he has a cushion of a 12-tackle lead over the second player in the conference, who's on that Mama's Hawks team. We'll get to him when the Hawks are on defense. Wide receiver screen caught and taken out across the 45-yard line. Tackle made by the freshman Jalen Foster, who's had a great impact on this running Bulldog defense. Five interceptions in four games for Foster. Two return for a touchdown. And off straight up the gut. And out across the 50-yard line for a first down are the Hawks, and they're moving in a way that we have yet to see this season very well. They're running the football, but the wind is really going to affect how they want to play this game. Well, I'm no weatherman, but I would guess probably at least 20-mile-per-hour gust here at Spangler Stadium today. Look for the Hawks to still try to attack down the field. But the win something certainly to watch for. Heavy set, tight end in motion. Out of the shotgun. Another handoff for Levant. He's going to break a few tackles and take it out across the 35-yard line. There was a huge hole. He broke away from Aaron Cook. And Thomas Adams has to clean it up at the 35. Hurry up offense for Monmouth. Bahar out of the shotgun. Handoff once more. And he's going to get nothing on this go-around eaten up by Corey Horn for a loss of about a half a yard and a well-deserved break now for Cheney after starting the game hot for the Hawks. 
Four carries for 30 yards right out the gate for Cheney. And the Hawks marching down into Gardner-Webb territory. Two different styles of offense here. We're typically used to seeing the Hawks come out and try to throw the ball, as we've said. The Dogs are going to try to ground and pound it. But we'll talk about that more when they get on the field. Man in motion. It's a jet sweep screen. Out to the 34-yard line. I'm not sure if that makes a whole lot of set the jet sweep screen, but man in motion all the way across and dumping it off as a receiver screen. This Monmouth team likes to get creative, and they've had some good receivers in their history, and they have a couple good ones today. Like you said, the one to watch, Reggie White Jr., three receptions away from becoming the second in all-time leaders in receptions in a season for this Monmouth team. Trips to the right side on third and five. Looks like the dogs are going to send the house. Running back now in motion outside. Five receiver set. Quick throw. Jeter gets a couple hands on the receiver, but I'm not sure where they're going to mark it. It was pretty close to the first down marker. That was a great job by Reggie White Jr. avoiding a tackle. Though Chad Jeter slowed him up for a second, got some help from the inside linebackers, but they'll mark it enough for a first down. Reggie White now down to two receptions until that number. That's actually Reggie White Jr.'s second reception of this game, so just now he's tied for second all-time. needs one more to become second all-time for receptions in the season for this Monmouth Hawks team. First and ten from the 23-yard line. It's going to be a reverse play, but the Dogs look to have sniffed it out. Some good blocking downfield, and the flag comes out as the ball came loose. On that one, Ambush took the carry on the reverse play, but a quick flag came out, and it's sitting right around the 23-yard line. And a chop block is the call. And I knew as soon as I saw that flag, it was going to either be a hold or a chop block. That one coming on the center, Alex Thompson, the 6'4", 295 junior, will back his team up all the way to the Dogs' 38-yard line, bringing up first and a long way to go. It's going to be first and 25. Well, this is a Monmouth team that has struggled with penalties over the course of this season. 65.6 penalty yard average per game. You got to remember those hidden yardage. Pistol set look now for Monmouth. Bahar, play action. Looking for his tight end. It's caught at the 30-yard line. Immediately brought down by our running bulldog. That was Spencer Havard on the tackle on the reception for Monmouth. Was number 82, Gabe Himgoss, the backup tight end. And so far in Monmouth's passing game, they've been very content just dumping the football off. Very short passes within five yards. And then letting the receiver try to go to work and pick up yards after the catch. Out of the shotgun for the Hawks. Two receivers to the far side. Play action once more. Here comes the blitz. Let's see if LaRon Glenn can get to him. Rolls him out. And caught, but couldn't get a foot in bounds. The intended receiver on that one for Monmouth was Matt Choi, the 6'2 senior receiver. Now, Brennan, you mentioned LaRon Glenn there trying to get to the quarterback. Glenn, a player that has had to switch positions over the course of this season as a result of an injury to Josh Ramser. Glenn switches from the defensive end position to the nose guard position. 
Well, third and about, we'll give it third and 16 for the Hawks. Two receivers to each side. Bahar only his third career start. Splits the receiver out wide. Here comes the blitz by Gardner-Webb. Here's the wheel route. Throw it, and it's dropped. Some good coverage there from Thomas Adams. The intended target again was Choi. He had a step on him, but could not bring it in. Bring up fourth down there in no man's land, especially with a struggling kicker. So it'll be interesting to see if they try to pooch punt it or if this team decides to go the other route and go for it on fourth and 15. Well, both teams' kickers struggled in the pregame as a result of this heavy wind, and Monmouth is, appears is going to leave its offense out on the field. They check back for the play. Bahar out of the shotgun, two receivers to each side. Snap, here comes the blitz from the running Bulldogs. A quick throw underneath to the running back, and he'll be stopped well short as he gets stopped at the 27-yard line. First man on the tackle for Gardner-Webb was number 35, Dante Gordon from Buford, Georgia, who's had to make, get some more time, make a few plays because of some injuries. Kenyatta Dunbar looks to be done for the season, and those forgotten linebackers in the middle have certainly rotated throughout the season. Almost every man in the linebacking core over the course of this season has been called upon in some way, shape, or form. The only two players on this team that have actually started every game at that linebacker position, the two seniors, Aaron Cook and Chad Jeter. So Jeter, 2016 preseason All-American, a Buck Buchanan Award watch list member this year, leading the entire conference and tackle. Not a surprise there. He's also part of the Reese's Senior Bowl watch list. And this will be his last game for the running Bulldogs. Definitely a name to look out for come April, come the NFL draft. Well, Brennan, you mentioned him being on that Buck Buchanan watch list. The two other players for the running Bulldogs in their history that have been on that watch list both have went on to be drafted in the NFL draft. So something certainly to watch for when it comes to Chad Jeter. Well, last year we had a player here who did not get drafted but was signed as an undrafted free agent to the Baltimore Ravens. That was O.J. Mal, did not make the team. He's out up in the CFL, if I'm not mistaken. He's still up there getting some time. The wind is really affecting the play as the ball, before the center could even reach down to grab the ball, the ball was moved by the wind about four or five yards upfield. Well, now Estes in motion for the running Bulldogs. Tyrell Maxwell leads his team out. Looking deep downfield. Tyrell's got all day. He's looking for a Dennis Lee deep, and he's tripped up there at the end. Some feet got tangled. No pass interference. He had a step, but the safety also came over and tried to make a play. The safety on that one for Monmouth was number 30, Mike Bassel from Brick, New Jersey. Well, Maxwell that was looking deep downfield the entire way out in the flat. He had Kyle Horton wide open had he chose to just try to dump that football off. Two receivers set both to the far side. Maxwell out of the shotgun, two tight end look. Handoff up the middle for Khalil Lewis, who's missed some time. He takes it about five yards, bring up third and five for the running Bulldogs. Well, interestingly enough here, Tyler, the Big South Conference has only had three 1,000-yard rushers in its history. The Dogs have a chance to add two more to that list today. Tyrell Maxwell, 135 yards shy, while Khalil Lewis is 139. 
Shy will have to watch out for that through the remainder of today's game. Trips to the far side. Max brought to the shotgun. Play action. Looking. He's going to take off himself on an undesigned quarterback draw. He's going to fight forward close to the 40-yard line for a first down. The ball did come out. And we'll see if they marked him down. Next one, the keeper. And they're going to mark him down at the 40-yard line. A close call for the running Bulldogs. Every Monmouth player was pointing in possession for them. Well, Maximilio looked like he had more room to run up the field there, but just ran into one of his own offensive linemen, which is what ended up leading him falling to the ground. First down. Deuces to each side for the running Bulldogs. A quick toss out to Jalen Cagle, who's got some speed. He breaks a tackle. He's across the 50 down and knocked out of bounds at the 45-yard line. A quick toss out to the freshman. Picks up a good gain, and Gardner-Webb now in Monmouth Hawk territory. But on this drive, on the first play, we saw Gardner-Webb see the team take a shot deep downfield, now getting into its running game. Hurry up offense. Now the dogs will check back. Four defensive linemen for this Hawks team. Jacob Henderson in the slot for Gardner-Webb. Cagle remains in the game at running back. A nickel look for Monmouth. Here comes the speed option to the near side. Maxwell takes himself. He breaks a few tackles. Nice juke move to the inside across the 30 down to the 28-yard line. Breaks a tackle, throws a juke on another. And that's why Tyrell has actually won Big South Offensive Player of the Week three different times this season. Well, on that run right there, especially did a good job turning back to the middle of the field to pick up an extra five or six yards. Five receiver look for Gardner-Webb. Brody Rollins in the slot. Got to watch him, the backup quarterback. Quick throw. It goes to Brody as he'll take it down close to the 20-yard line. It was a quick five-yard out. To Brody Rollins. And they'll mark him down right at the 21. Need to get to the 19 for a first down. Game seven. Second and three now for the 21. Kegel remains in the game for Gardner-Webb at the running back position. A nickel look once more. Man in motion. Kegel gets the handoff up the middle, and he'll fall forward close to that first down marker. They threw Kyle Horton in motion late. Try to cause some confusion on the defensive side. The Dogs have so many quick playmakers on this team. That's something the Hawks are going to have to watch out for here in this one. Quickly lined up, handoff to Cagle. He's going to work his way inside the 15, dives forward to the 14-yard line, and a first down for the running Bulldogs. Well, good job there on third and one. Cagle just knowing exactly where he needed to get to. Just gets right there, runs to the defender. But pick, does a good job picking up the first down. Dogs work quickly to the line once more. We haven't seen them huddle since the start of the drive. Monmouth shows pressure. Quick screen, Kyle Horton on the reception, and he's going to get brought down immediately. The pass was a little too high. Horton really had to go up and get that one. Well, and the Hawks just sniffed that one out. Really no room to run for Horton after going up. Having, as you said, thrown a little high as soon as he comes down after making the catch. Two Hawks defenders right there for the tackle. Elijah Perry checks into the game for the first time for the running Bulldogs. So Khalil gets one carry for the dogs and finds his way off the field. 
He's fighting some injuries. He missed all of the Charleston Southern game. Handoff up the middle for Elijah Perry, who gets stood up at the 10-yard line. Bring up third down for Gardner-Webb. Gardner-Webb. Only three down linemen for the Monmouth Hawks team. And this is usually a Mike SD situation. He's sitting there in the slot to the far side, trips to that side. Cagle in the backfield, Maxwell out of the shotgun. Tyrell takes the snap. Quarterback draw up the middle. He's going to try to break away and... Sniffed out extremely well by the Hawks defense. He's down at the eight yard line. They'll send the field goal unit out as the dogs cannot convert and find the end zone in the red zone. They've done extremely well this year, sitting at about 68% on the year, finding the end zone. Schumacher to try. 25 yard field goal attempt for Paul. A much better season this year than the last for Paul Schumacher having a bounce back year. Snap, placement, kick up. Off the upright, no good. There's a flag on the field though. And before we go to a timeout, let's see the call. And if it's Automatic first down, it's an offside penalty on the Monmouth Hawks. Giving the Dogs another opportunity and first and goal from the five yard line. The Dogs catch a break right there. Well, a huge penalty right there as the field goal opportunity went off the upright, but now the offensive unit will come back on the field and be at the four yard line trying to punch it into the end zone. So here come the running Bulldogs out for another opportunity. And we see Khalil Lewis once more. He's one touchdown away from tying the record for rushing touchdowns in a season here for the running Bulldogs. Snap. It's a bad snap. Tyrell's going to have to just sit on it. As it was a very poor snap, Tyrell had to keep it off the ground. He did so. And just nothing doing right there, but a smart play by Maxwell to just go down and not try to make something out of nothing. Well, he looked. Seemed like he was looking downfield to see if a receiver was anywhere close. You could throw it out of bounds, avoid the intentional grounding penalty. That'll back the dogs up to the 19-yard line. Second and goal from the 19. Excuse me, the 14. Handoff outside goes to Elijah Perry, gets blown up, and a flag comes out. It'll be a holding call on the running Bulldogs on the outside. And that'll back them up even further. She goes from first and goal to the five to first or second and goal at the 13, pardon me, and now even further back for the dogs if this is accepted. Penalties declined, bring up third and 13 for the running Bulldogs. There's no first down in this scenario inside the one yard line. They have to get it to the end zone. They're going to try to do so, it looks like, with an empty backfield. And we see five wide receivers. Estes included in this receiver set. 
Monmouth looks to be showing some pressure. They bring it from the right side. Quick throw looking for Kyle Horton. High once more on that same screen play. And he picks up maybe a yard, if anything. That'll bring out Schumacher once more. And we've seen Maxwell really struggle on that play, throwing just too high for Kyle Horton on both of those opportunities. But now Schumacher will come back out onto the field and get a chance to redeem himself. It'll be a 29-yard field goal attempt for Paul. This one looks like it's lined up extremely well, almost straight down Broadway. Snap, placement, kick up, and it is good. So Schumacher redeems himself on a field goal a little longer, and the dogs up 3-0 with 2-12 remaining here in the first quarter. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll see what the dogs' defense can do, and we'll see if the Monmouth Hawks can move the ball downfield with the redshirt freshman quarterback, Kenji Bahar. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. flexibility to balance work obligations, family commitments, and your continuing education as an accounting professional. Learn more about how you can ignite your career at gardner-red.edu slash Fifteen plays, 60 yards in seven minutes and four seconds, capped off by a 29-yard field goal by Paul Schumacher. The dogs really wanted to get in the end zone there. Tyrell Maxwell struggling throwing the football, three of four for only nine yards. The dogs get it done on the ground between Maxwell and Hagel. And here comes the return. This one goes outside. He's got the edge. He's got the corner. A huge block. On the far side by a Monmouth player taking out the kicker of all people. Schumacher got lit up and the return out across the 50-yard line. A great job by the return man, Darren Ambush. Found a seam, found the outside, and quickly gets it upfield for the Hawks. Well, and Darren Ambush appears to be a player that Monmouth is going to try to get involved in Away. Very good job on the return right there. You saw him on the sweep a couple of times as well. A couple of screens to him, a player. The Hawks are going to try to get involved in many aspects of this game today. Let's not forget about LaVon Shaney, who started off that drive five carries for 30 yards the last time out. A player who's great out of the backfield as well, only has one reception. He's not too far off the Big South record, and that's actually held by a player who we've seen already this year, Tyler, who is extremely good, and that's Hop Henderson. Hop Henderson playing for Coastal Carolina, who is no longer in the Big South, so his stats this year aren't going towards that, but still a very good job by Cheney having a good year. 
Shelby Family Practice, and Carly Family Care for providing medical care to the student-athletes of Gardner University. And here come the Hawks and their offense. Again, led out by a redshirt freshman quarterback in Bahar, getting his third career start for the Hawks. The Hawks looking for their first conference win of the season. They've really struggled in conference since joining the Big South. Only four wins since joining the Big South. Two of them coming against the running Bulldogs. Well, as you mentioned, Brandon, two wins against Gardner-Webb. They've had Gardner-Webb's number in each of the meetings that they've had so far. And a quick screen to the receiver. It's batted down at the line by the running Bulldogs. And number 31, Quentin Patterson, who's had to adjust his position a little bit, going from an outside linebacker role to a defensive end, gets the swat on that one. Four down linemen for Gardner-Webb. Seeing a lot of different players substitute in and out. Ambush in motion. Here comes the jet sweep to the outside. A good block there on Chad Jeter. Here comes a spin move. Jeter ends up cleaning it up as Ambush has to spin inside. And Jeter getting a second tackle of today. Well, Gardner Webb's defense, if he's doing a good job there of sniffing out that play, they've seen it a couple of times, and they collapse on Ambush quickly. Pistol set. For Monmouth, they check back for the play. Two receivers to each side. I'm looking at Reggie White Jr. Here on the far side. Nearly said top of your screen. It'd be a problem considering we're on the radio today. They split the back out. Five receiver set. Quick dump off and it is incomplete. The dogs jump on it because they didn't know if it was a fumble. But a great job in coverage by Tristan Dozier, who's missed some time due to injury, gets back in the starting lineup for today and makes a great play on the drag route coming across the middle. And a really good job there by the whole defensive unit of the running Bulldogs. Monmouth starting with excellent field position. Garner Webb's defense only allowing one yard on three plays. Matt White outs a punt for Monmouth. He's the punter, place kicker, and is in charge of all kickoffs for this team. Line drive kick for Henderson. No fair catch. He'll dive forward. Out to the 29-yard line. A little surprised he didn't take the fair catch on that one. But just on the line drive kick there, I thought he was, think he thought the ball was going to get to him a little bit quicker than it did, but two defenders right there on the special teams unit for Monmouth right there does a good job just to catch that football and secure it and then pick up two yards on the return. More than anything, trying to contain the ball and just fall forward, try to get a few yards out of it, exactly what you said there. 57 seconds remain here in the first quarter. It's been a quick first quarter. Willie Jackson checks in the game for the first time for Gardner-Webb. He's in the slot. Four down linemen for Monmouth. Man in motion, right to left. Handoff up the middle for Khalil, and he gets eaten up in the backfield by about the entire defensive line. Looks like the offensive line went to sleep on that play. Loss of five on the first down carry. Well, Lewis just nowhere to go. As you mentioned, the whole line was in the backfield immediately as he was handed off the football. Two receivers to each side for Gardner-Webb. Nickel look for Monmouth. A lot of teams have to run their entire defensive package out of the nickel because of Gardner-Webb. Here's the quick pitch out to Khalil, and he picks up a lot of it back. 
The speed option, quick pitch out to Khalil Lewis, out across the 35, down to the 37. The Dogs set up a third and two opportunity. They hurry to the line. Hand off up to Khalil once more. Can he get it? He does. He's out. Gives a stiff arm, and he's out to the 45-yard line. I thought he'd be to the 40, a sweet stiff arm by Khalil. And it looks like Khalil Lewis is going to get going as we hit the end of the first quarter, 3 nothing Dogs, right here on the home of the running Bulldogs, WGWG.org.